Well, hey, everybody, this is the West Side of Home podcast, and I'm Dave Steimers with you. And today I want to talk about this. The church must gather. It is essential that the church must gather. Actually, the word that we translate from the New Testament that is written in Greek to church in English is the word ekklesia, and it literally means an assembly or a gathering. Uh, it's two parts of the word that mean people who are called out. The idea is like, hey, we're, we're called out to come to be together. And um, it's a group of people. And man, it's been weird uh, the last six months or so. And uh, first of all, I guess I want to thank you, our Westside community, uh, whether you're here in Hamilton or whether you're listening from somewhere else, but you've been following along with us on these podcasts uh, and hopefully on Sundays as well, um, either on YouTube or here on the podcast. But um, it's been a bit of a hot button issue in certain places for churches around um, reopening or closing in the first place. And a lot of church leaders and some that I've talked to and know have taken a lot of flack. Uh, Some people take a lot of flack no matter what they do, because this can be a bit of a polarizing issue um, for some people. And in in different places, people who think differently about... um, whether church should ever be uh, canceled or, or told that they can't meet together the way that they normally do. Um, people who, uh, a broad spectrum of people, some who um, are everywhere from, uh, don't tell me I have to wear a mask, I shouldn't have to do any of that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's the, all the way the other side of people who, uh, maybe for really good reasons, um, are extremely cautious and and don't want to go anywhere, do anything, be around anybody. And so uh, those positions uh, sometimes can make it just a very polarizing time and uh, churches get caught in, we're just all trying to figure out the best, most effective and safest way to keep people healthy, ways to continue to meet and to gather. And uh, so for us at Westside, that, is mean, that means we've been uh, mostly gathering virtually online on Sundays uh, or throughout the week. And then uh, some of our groups is restrictions have been loosened, especially through the summer and a little bit here in September have been able to meet sort of outside um, in person or, or in places where you can socially distance and stuff like that. But I want to thank you because um, for the, the vast majority, um, when I talk to people, part of our church community, uh, or have email interactions or whatever, uh, most of us, we all say, man, I wish I could be back at church. I wish we could go back to doing the other things. But we also understand um, some of the reasons why we're not doing it the way that we used to and taking certain precautions and all that kind of stuff. And so um, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for adapting and changing and doing things a little bit different in this season. And we're going to continue to do that and continue to find ways for the church to gather together in whatever ways we can um, while keeping people safe and healthy um, and doing it in an effective way where we can be the church together because we come together uh, to do a, a bunch of stuff around community, caring for each other, loving each other, uh, reading scripture together, taking communion together, um, and uh praying together, all these things that are so important for our spiritual lives um, and to serve the world around us together. Um, so again, thank you so much for those of you who are just, you're, you're going along with us. We're excited for the fall and doing some different things um, to be able to continue to find new, creative, exciting ways. But one of the things that has come up as we've done this, especially North America, is just, it, it makes us think about what really is church. So we have to gather, but then we haven't been able to gather like in a big group on a Sunday morning. And so some of the stuff that we miss out on doing is 
big crowds, right? This is like the worst thing that you can do is be in really big crowds right now, really close to people or singing in big crowds is, is one of those things that uh, you really don't want to do when there's a, a airborne virus and all that. So um, what it makes me think though is about what we really see as church. So uh, we get so used to, some of these things are so good. Like I love being in a big room with the energy of people singing together. And um, when I get to get up and to teach and to have people staring back at me and interaction there and being able to talk to people and interact with people before and after and all the good things that go with that. And I like the stuff that we can do with music and even technology and uh, different things we can do with, with lights and sound and, and different artistic expressions. But when we can't do some of those things, it's a reminder that that while all of those things I really love, we can also idolize those things. We can idolize uh, how big our church is, what our church building looks like. Uh, we can get so wrapped up in a style of music. doesn't matter what style of music. You could love the, the old time hymns. You could love the newer stuff, but we can kind of idolize. This is what church is about. It's coming and singing these kind of songs and having uh, this kind of room and these kind of lights and uh, this many people and all of that. And there's something to be learned here when a lot of that is stripped away to say, ooh, but while that is all gone, the church must gather, must continue to gather. We must find creative, healthy ways to get together and do the essentials, those essentials of praying together and being in scripture together and building community and relationships and finding ways to go out and bring the kingdom of God to the world around us when we're listening to the spirit of God and he's, he's sending us out into the world around us. An amazing verse in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, where Jesus says to Peter, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So Hades is the idea of this underworld, the place of the dead. And, um, it says the gates of Hades won't prevail against it. Gates are defensive. I don't know if you ever thought about that, if you've heard this verse, but it means that the kingdom of God, the church, the assembly, God's people meeting is on the offense. It's, it's, it's like it's going into Hades, the land of the, the dead and bringing life, and those gates are going to be trampled down. That there's nothing that can stop the movement of God when his people gather together in the spirit, in his name, uh, ready to live out the life of love, the life of Jesus. And so we always will look for those ways to do it. But um, when we're stripped down of some of this stuff, maybe it's good. We just think about what is really essential and what do we get used to and really like and might go back to, but just realizing that that's not what makes church church. The building doesn't make church church. Our English word for church, unfortunately, actually comes from a German word. Uh, it sounds really similar. It's like Kirch or something like that. And it refers to a building. And unfortunately, there was a time in translation history biblical scholarship, um, where the German translations, the German scholars were very influential. And unfortunately they started translating, um, that word assembly, that means assembly, ecclesia in Greek, um, into that word kirch, which meant more of a building. And we started realizing, oh, it's about the building where you go instead of about the actual people that gather wherever they gather and in our circumstances, even when they gather online, but coming together, if that's what we have to do, or even in really small groups or even in outdoor places or wherever that might take place. So here is my encouragement to you. Make sure that you gather, be part of the gathering of the church and together, uh, 
as a Westside community, we are really pushing this month our life groups because our life groups are going to allow us to meet in safer numbers, smaller groups, but we're going to do some exciting things. And for those of you who are nervous about that, that kind of community, uh, we're not going to make you, if you're kind of shy, introverted, um, it's intimidating for you to be part of a discussion. Don't worry. Nobody's going to force you, uh, to do anything that, that is out of, you know, your, your realm, something that you can't do or that you're crazy uncomfortable with, but you need to be in community. If you've never been part of a group before, this is a great time to try it. And we've got all kinds of different groups. Some of them are going to be like watch parties and and we'll use the church building to come in and, and watch the service together as a group. Some of them will be like our discussion groups, which... Uh, a lot of our groups have been in the past where you come together, having already watched the the service and, and discuss some of the things that we were talking about in the teaching. Some of them will be virtual online. So if uh, you've been following along with us and you're not in the Hamilton area, um, just go on our website and you too can sign up and just tick off that you want to be part of a virtual group. We can get you involved. Or if you're not here in Hamilton and you want something in person, I would encourage you, you can continue to follow along with us online. Um, but if you need something in person, find a good church that's near you that can have some kind of, of meeting. Um, if, if that's what you need and you, you really don't want to uh, do a virtual group with us. Um, but Hey, we've all learned zoom. And if you want to zoom in with us from wherever you are in the world, we would be thrilled to do that, but don't miss it. Cause listen, not even the gates of Hades will prevail against the church. This is God's mechanism for bringing his love into the world. It's people coming together. And as we learn more about Jesus, and as we get closer to him and to each other, we find ways to go out together and to serve the world around us. We're excited to be adding uh, a couple of new partners this year, community partners, where our groups are going to be able to figure out how can we serve the communities in Ancaster and Dundas and here in Hamilton. Um, So organizations like Food for Kids that we've partnered with in the past, uh, the Ancaster Community Services and Dundas South Salvation Army, Family Services as well. And we've got some great ideas and ways that groups are going to be able to be involved in things like um, uh, providing food and services for people who are in need, um, different times of the year. So it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be really good. Um, We want everybody to feel connected because whatever the rest of this year looks like, um, and who knows, we just want to make sure that nobody feels isolated. Nobody feels like they don't have a community. And while we still can't meet in bigger groups, we can find ways to meet in smaller groups because the church must gather to be a church. That's what a church is, the gathering of people. And we will continue to gather and we will continue to see God do great and amazing things in and through his people. And so I hope you'll be part of it um, and just watch God spoil us with his love this year. 